The monster that was created by a man they called mad. The thing that lives inside where no one can hear it, see it, or feel it. The quiet little motel that has become known as the scene of a crime. The boy with evil living behind his eyes and the daughter possessed by the devil himself. These are the stories you've heard about, talked about. This is the Spooky Bros Horror Show. Welcome back to another and the last bonus episode of Spooky Bros Horror Show. I almost forgot the name of the show. I'm your host, as always, of course, Joe. I'm Mikey. And your favorite, Chandler. And we're wrapping up October. Just as soon as it began, it's over, kind of, but not really. Like, there's still another week. And we have Halloween to look forward to. But on today's episode, for our last bonus episode, we're going to go into some spooky stories about... uh. Uh, we've each prepared a, a urban legend to talk about today. Um, I don't know if there's an order who wants to go first. If anybody's dying to get into their their spooky story, um, not it. Chandler just says not it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, who got scared last? Who got scared last? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? I don't uh, get scared. Oh, okay. So it was Chandler. <laughs> You know those those games like um uh what's that game? You know the one that's like apples to apples but adult Pac Man. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Uh like they always say like the first person to judge is the last person to do something. Um the last time I got scared was when we were playing uh what is it, Devour? Oh right. Yeah, it's probably so it Joe. was recently. It's probably I'll go Joe. first. <laughs> I'll go first. Actually, okay, does a psychological scare count? Mm, I guess any kind of scare counts, right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, Danielle is staying at my apartment right now, right? And so she's allergic to cats. I have a cat. So I have a spare room, and I said, hey, let's put all your stuff in there, and we'll just close the door so that Sarabi can't go in there. And so we did, and the first day, like, I get up at, like, 4.30 for work, and I go... Uh, to get ready for work and I notice the door is wide open so I close it and I come home from work and um, I tell Danielle I say hey you left the, the door open she's like no I didn't and I'm like yes you did <laughs> she's like no I'm completely sure that I closed it like I made sure that I did before I went to bed and I'm like well it was open and then <laughs> the next day I checked to make sure the door was closed before I uh, I went to bed I woke up the next morning still closed and then uh the other the, the other next day i um didn't check to see if it was closed i wake up the next morning it's wide open and then i checked mm. again and it was closed so it's like either there's a spooky boy in my apartment and it's trying to make daniela look like an idiot or daniela <laughs> is actually just forgetting to shut the door yet to be solved <laughs> well that was a good story um that was mikey's urban legend so yes. let's go to the next one it's the legend of my spooky door <laughs> um so if you're the, the spookiest then please take take it away okay all right sure why not chandler are you ready i am ready okay close your eyes okay are they closed? Uh, yeah. Okay, now imagine night. Are you doing it? I am. It's dark. Okay, so you just got done with a magic show. <gasps> it went well. There was like a whole 15 people there. Well, obviously it went well. Yeah. 
I think two or three people actually even laughed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you put on a great show. After after the show, there was a couple of people that, you know, came up to you, congratulated you, stayed a little while and talked. Um, and so, you know, you stayed a little later than you wanted to. So you finally leave, right? But this time, mm-hmm. it, it's night outside. You're you're going, you're walking home because you're uh, you're a humble guy that didn't feel like uh, driving that day. So you of walked. Yeah, it was within within walking distance. You live in a city. Let's not talk about it. Uh-huh. Anyway, so you're walking, you're walking, and all of a sudden you notice, you know, a few feet, uh, like a, maybe like a hundred feet in front of you, you see like somebody else walking. They're walking towards you. Mm-hmm. Are you imagining it? Yeah, it's still dark. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, as you you see, it's a woman. As she gets closer and closer. You see, you know, she has a mask on. It's it's 2021. We're, we're still dealing with COVID. It, it's not surprising anybody. She has a mask on. Anyway, you see, other than that, she is one of the most beautiful women you've ever seen. She's got these pretty eyes, oh, long, dark hair. And, mm-hmm. you know, she just walks up to you, Chandler, and says, am I pretty? What do you say? I say, uh, you're very beautiful. Okay. Uh, she takes her mask off to reveal that her face is slit from ear to ear, her mouth. Um, so then she asks you again, am I pretty? Uh, you're very, very beautiful. Uh, she thanks you and takes out a pair of scissors and cuts your mouth the <gasps> same as hers. Oh, even though I was nice? Yeah. So basically, this is the legend of the Kuchisake Ona. It's a legend in Japan. It's basically a slip-mouthed woman, right? Um, mm-hmm. So basically what happens is she, she I guess she normally targets children, so I thought it would make sense for her to target you here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and she'll basically go and ask, am I pretty? And if you say no immediately, she just, like, kills you. <laughs> and if you say yes, like you did, she reveals her face and asks again. Um if you say yes again, she um, makes your face look the same as hers. And if you say no, then she cuts you in half. Or, or there are some where if you say no, then she follows you home and kills you in your sleep. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. yeah at least you're sleeping. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of the the story of mine. I guess mm-hmm. it's it started out like way back in like samurai times, right? So there was this um this like beautiful Japanese woman who I guess was an unfaithful wife, right? So she had a husband that was like super jealous and knew what uh she was doing and he was also a samurai. Um she he figured out what she was doing and basically, you know, slit her mouth like that and then mm-hmm. cut her in half. Oh, but wow. When she, when she, when he split her mouth like that, he said, who will think you're pretty now? And then killed her and then killed himself. So now apparently her spirit wanders Japan asking uh, children, am I pretty? Yeah. So that, that's the whole thing. But like I said, that was way back in like samurai times. Did it say why she like targets children instead of like men, I guess? Um, no, but here is, here's, um, what I'm thinking here. So I was reading an article earlier. I don't remember which one um, about this. 
but this was way back in uh basic uh like i said samurai times and then it kind of like died down and nobody really talked about it or anything mm-hmm. until it came to the 1970s there was a a woman who reportedly saw basically the slip mouth woman um on her farmland and basically there was a it was reported in the in the local papers, so like the whole region there knew. And this was like when a bunch of schools in Japan started like, uh, basically, you know how whatever region you live in, you'll go to that school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like when they started mixing, so different mm-hmm. kids from different regions were going to other schools and whatnot. So they were bringing stories and whatnot from other regions. So the kids that were from the region where that got reported, they would spread it to other schools and whatnot. And then it started like people were saying that they saw saw her and whatnot, because also apparently um, they had like evening school. So the kids are getting out at night and, you know, you see like drunk people and other sorts of people that you're not going to see during the day. So kids are already on edge and then right. they know the story. And they kept reporting and reporting that they saw the slip mouth woman like here and there and everywhere. So I guess there was, there was like a a big like police presence. Like they were like actually like upping like their um, routines and whatnot, trying to find this woman and whatnot. But they never came up with anything. Hmm. Yeah, Spooky. so that's pretty interesting. And also, apparently, um, you know, us Americans, we have to have a cheap knockoff. Um, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, there's something similar in America. I don't even know where. It didn't specify. But if you're if you go alone into a public restroom, um, they said you can encounter a a clown with a similar smile. And instead of asking, am I pretty? He'll just ask uh, death or happy smile. So oh. we talked about this a little. It came up briefly when we were doing uh, Sadako versus Kayako. Um, and then when you, after you told me about the story of not going into the last stall, um, I, I just came back from a trip from Vegas. And I avoided every single last stall the, <laughs> the entire time. It's just like so ingrained in my mind now. Right. That's awesome. Dude. Okay. Going on to that. Like that's a thing though. I feel like that's how urban legends start is like somebody says something that's creepy and then it just sticks in somebody's brain. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Like I could say anything like Chandler, what's something that you do often? Nothing, like a lot. I don't do anything often. Uh, <laughs> I sometimes play video games, but. Okay. So, so let's, let's go off of video games, right? No, ask me. Uh, okay. Joe, what's something you do often? Uh, I do magic shows and okay, um, TikTok. Mm, okay, we'll <laughs> stick with video games, though. Sure, yeah. Why, yeah. I feel uh, like that has a wider audi- audience. I don't know that uh, a lot as many people do magic than right, you know, play Because magic games. sucks. All right. right. What's the, just, just go on, Mikey. <laughs> okay, okay. So we let's, let's make an urban legend. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, so um, there was a girl, and she had an awful at-home life. Her parents were abusive. And she used to go over to her boyfriend's house and uh, she would vent to him and, um, you know, he would make her feel better and whatnot and whatnot. And then all of a sudden he hopped on board the PC train, you know, got a brand new gaming PC and started staying up later and later playing video games, had less and less time for her. Um, so she was getting neglected at home and then she was also getting neglected at her parents' house. And one day... 
Uh, she, uh, it got so bad that she got killed by her parents and her spirit <gasps> wandered to her boyfriend's house, not knowing that, uh, she was dead. Uh, she creeped up behind him and the time was 12.32 a.m. And she was trying to talk to him and vent to him as usual, but he couldn't hear her because she was dead. And <gasps> because she felt neglected again, she ended up killing him. And now... If you're playing video games at 12.32 a.m. or whatever I said, you could hear the same voice. And if you don't answer, she will kill you. Oh, my goodness. I'm definitely texting you guys at 12. What was it? I don't know. 12.32. 12.32. I'm, I'm texting you guys at 12.32 every night. Nice. I won't answer you, Chandler. I don't know. It's just a, it's just like some random thing, though, because if like you specifically do something like that could stick in your brain like you could be playing video games late at night and then you just look at the clock and it happens to be happens to be 12:32 and then all of a sudden you get a little bit freaked out because you remember the story and whatnot mm-hmm. it's just like mere coincidences but like i can i can see how urban legends catch on you know what i mean yeah definitely i feel like you guys didn't help me with that urban legend could have been better <laughs> we need a character we need a character development i didn't want to step on your creativity you know I was in like, the story. I was, right. I was so invested and now I'm scared of that specific time. Oh my God. All right. Who's next? <laughs> I'll go because I don't want to go last. Oh, come on. <clears throat> Sorry, Chandler. All right. Um, mine's definitely the not as... The middle is always good because, you know, then you, can, you, know, you don't have to be surrounded, you know? Uh-huh. Right. Well, I can't wait to disappoint everybody. Um... But I just didn't want to close out because, like, you know, I feel like that's got to be the best, save the best for last. And right, unfortunately, obviously. it is Chandler. Okay. But hey, you know, I believe in your ability to try. <sighs> okay. All right. Mine is not so spooky. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> it's spooky, but not as spooky. Um, mine is, uh, I, I currently live in the state of Denver. Um, and I wanted to do one a little bit local. So mine is the tale of the Denver Spider-Man. This is the story of the Denver Spider-Man and the murder that perplexed Denver police for nearly one whole year. Sadly, he was not a masked vigilante protecting the people of the Mile High City, swinging from webs after being bitten by a radioactive spider. Um, I, I, so my source is, uh, the Denver Public Library. Um, I didn't write that, but I wanted to keep that in. So, um, <laughs> because I thought it was, it was really good. <laughs> he was the murderer. The victim's name was Philip Peters. He was a retiree of the Denver and Rio Grande Western Railroad and had lived in his home on West Moncrief Place for over three decades. He was married to Helene, and their children were now adults, one of whom lived in Grand Junction. Not only was Peters a former railroad employee, husband, and father, but he was also a musician and member of the Denver Guitar Club, where he and his wife sometimes gave guitar and mandolin lessons. In fact, it was through the Denver Guitar Club that Peters first met the man who would be his murderer. Bum, bum, bum. For five weeks leading up to his murder, he had been staying in his house alone because Helene was recovering at St. Anthony's Hospital after breaking her hip in a fall. His neighbors opened their homes to him in the evenings so that he wouldn't have to be alone at dinner time, and so he could enjoy a hot, 
home-cooked meal and leftovers to take home for his lunch the next day. On the night of October 17th, 1941. That's today. That's today. This year. Wow. (laughs) Peters discovered a tall, gaunt, and disheveled man raiding his icebox. A fight ensued. And the interloper grabbed Peter's cast iron stove shaker and beat him to death with it before fleeting. Peter's was discovered an hour later by his worried neighbors and the Denver police were called. They searched the house, but couldn't find any evidence of the murder. It was as if he had vanished into thin air. While detectives dug into Peter's past, searching for enemies who hated him enough to want him dead, Mrs. Peter's was eventually released from the hospital and returned home a widow. A good friend of hers moved in to help around the house. In the months following Mrs. Peter's return, she and her friends reported strange things happening around the West Moncrief Place house. Food missing, strange sounds, things out of place. The friend was convinced the house was haunted and resigned, while Mrs. Peter decided to relocate to Grand Junction to live with her son. So the house stood vacant, and the strange sounds and disgusting smells continued to be reported to the police, but they couldn't find anyone in the house. Everything changed in July 1942, once Denver police decided to... (laughs) That's today. (laughs) I decided to station two detectives, Roy Bloxham and Bill Jackson, outside of the house to keep it under surveillance instead of waiting for a call from the neighbors. The vigilance paid off when Bloxham and Jackson spotted a man inside the house. They ran inside, but the house was empty. Until they heard noise upstairs. They opened a closet door just in time to spot a pair of legs disappearing into a small opening to the house's attic. They grabbed the legs and pulled the man attached to them back on the ground, and they had caught their man. The suspect was arrested and taken downtown where he confessed to the crime. At some point, Peters and Coney had become acquainted at the Denver Guitar Club. So one evening, Coney's Coney's went to the Peters' house hoping to be able to ask them for some money and maybe something to eat. Unfortunately, it was when Helene was at the hospital and Peters was keeping her company. So no one was home. Coney's decided to break into the house to steal food. A few days later, he tried to do it again. and This is when he was found by Peters. Coney's insisted to police that beating Peters had been a split-second decision. After he had killed Peters, Coney's sought refuge up in the attic, where he stayed until July. Denver police sent their smallest officers up into the cramped attic where Coney's has made himself a nest of sorts. Mm. He He had collected his waste and had not bathed during his attic residency, and the stench ended up making the officers vomit. After recovering from losing his lunch, Officer Fred Zarnow said of the attic, a man would have to be a spider to stand it long up there. The newspaper heard this and ran with it. Theodore Coney's was dubbed the Denver Spider-Man, and a legend was born. Coney's was charged and convicted of murder by a jury and sentenced to life in prison in October 1942. He was sent to the state penitentiary of Cannon City and remained there until his death on May 16th, 1967 at the age of four he was buried in a nearby cemetery that's today (laughs) (laughs) it's theodore coney's theodore coney's was the man who uh murdered and was spooky and a ghost maybe 
But anyways, the point of this is that um, it's not ghosts. And it reminded me, I like this story a lot. Uh, I know we talked about it earlier. Um, what is that movie we just talked about where it's like the people living inside the house? Housebound? Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is just a real life version of that. Or the um, boy. So, or the boy. Either one or or. Um, spooky, scary, check your walls and attics for people living in your houses. Um, cause if you hear something creaking, it's probably Theodore. <laughs> or not creepy. Or it's Chandler. Or it's no. Chandler, yeah. Which is probably even creepier. <laughs> I'd be too scared to live in walls. <laughs> too tight of spaces, you know? Oh my god. And that, that's it for me. Um, I'm done. Chandler, do you want to hit us with, wrap, wrap this, this episode up with your super spooky one? Oh, with my super spooky one. <clears throat> well, I have Slenderman. Classic. Yeah, the classic internet Slenderman. Um, so basically, he was created in 2009 for a simple That's Photoshop today. contest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, for a simple Photoshop contest. And, uh... He photoshopped a very tall-looking uh, man with a black suit, and he has basically no face or no uh, head features, like no ears, nothing like that. It's just like a blank head and a really tall man in a suit. And he was photoshopped into a couple of photos with children in it, so it was you know, basically around the theme of haunting kids. Um, so Eric Knudsen, I think is his name, he was the one that produced these photos, and his photos actually got put on 4chan, and this was like 2009, so it was like when the internet was like starting to make things go viral and take off. And so this was one of those early things that kind of took off, and everybody knew about it pretty quickly. And so he was called the uh, like the woods kit, like he was like uh, the woods boogeyman type of creature. And so there was actually some real life uh, almost killings um, related to Slenderman. Which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's see, there the so there was uh, let's see when was this? I don't know, I don't know. Oh, 2000, <laughs> in 2014, there's two Wisconsin girls um, that were claiming that they were killing four Slenderman. So they killed one of their friend, like not not really a friend, but you know somebody that they knew in their grade, and they took her to the woods and stabbed her 19 times. Oh and this girl barely survived, but she did survive, and she's still alive. So you know, woo, yay. Woo! Um, but the two girls or, uh, after all this was done, they, uh, were claimed to have like, uh, you know, some sort of mental issues, but they claimed that they were killing four Slenderman so he wouldn't harm their families. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Very creepy. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys have played Minecraft before, but he's also <laughs> based on like the Enderman uh, character in Minecraft. So it's, it's gone like that popular, you know? Yeah. And they've made a few movies about him. One was actually recent. Did you guys watch that? No, I never no. watched it. I wanted no, I to, didn't. but I didn't know if it was any good. Same. And I never even read reviews about it. So Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Chandler's the next movie pick. Um, I'm, hey, maybe that's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Slenderman>. maybe. <laughs> um, but the way like... Uh, He's said to kill his victims, like the kids in the woods. If they go in there and uh, I, there's not really anything that you have to do to, I guess, bring him yeah. up. Uh, he just appears maybe. But uh, he's, he's said to have impaled people onto the tall, tall branches of the trees because he's so tall. He Ooh. just pops them up there and lets them bleed to death. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, for as popular as he is, I really don't know much about him. I just remember there being like that game where you have to like... I don't know. Maybe Find it's a different game or something. Yeah, 
And then if he catches you, he like turns into like a noodly boy. Right. Um, yeah. That's about the extent of my Slenderman knowledge. I mean, honestly, there's not like a lot to him because he is just like an internet made up creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after so many years and like uh, when the internet was first taking off, no one really knew where it came from because a lot of people didn't use the internet as much. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of believed that it was like an urban legend. So he was just kind of real in a lot of people's mm-hmm. minds um, just from word of mouth. And uh, I mean, because you can just go on the internet and trace back to where it started, which is in yeah. 2009, <laughs> some Photoshop contest. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy the way it just like took off and uh, yeah. spread like that. It's kind of like, um, fuck, what, what was that? Um, the husky with the smiling face or some shit like that. Do you do you remember that? No, I don't. Nope. No. It was like some picture where it's like a husky with a smiling face or some shit. And it's supposed to be cursed. But it, it just like kind of how like Slenderman took off like an internet joke or whatever the fuck it was, internet something, and then it just became this huge thing that pe- got passed around, and it's kind of a creepy f- picture. But nice, wow, yeah, that is creepy. But um, also I forgot to mention there was uh, after the Wisconsin stabbing, right? <clears throat> there was mm-hmm. another girl. Uh, I think she, I think she's in Ohio, and she was uh, believed to be like obsessed with Slenderman. Uh, so after all the stabbings and stuff that were happening. She kind of went crazy on her own and tried to attack her mom with a knife. Nice. And then blamed it on Slenderman. And then mm-hmm. the same year, uh, f- like a 14-year-old girl from Florida reportedly set her house on fire because of Slenderman. <laughs> oh well, gosh. if you haven't learned anything from this podcast, which I'm sure you haven't, um, take away, if you have problems, just blame it on Slenderman and you can get away with it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, Slenderman is probably not real. Probably, probably but not. you can't say for sure. Right, yeah. right. But I mean, if you look at the internet, it's probably not. Also, I mean, it's really creepy. Also, he targets children, apparently. Yeah. Mm. Oh. For you, Chandler. Oh, Ooh. going back to, to mine, right? Mm-hmm. The the slit mouth woman. There's actually apparently a couple ways that you can like get away from her. Oh, yeah. running away. No, you can't <laughs> run. Apparently, apparently, if you turn around and run, she just appears in front of you again. Mm. Yikes. How do you get away? Um. Apparently, there's a few ways. If you if she asks you um, if she's pretty and you don't say yes or no, you just say uh, you're average uh, or something like that, then then you're good to go. Oh. Yeah. Seems um, weird claws to just be able to get away. Don't worry. The other ones are even worse. Apparently, if you offer money or hard candy, you can also get away. Oh, oh, oh wow. Nice. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Here, take my money. Yeah. I, I, I don't carry money on me, but I do always have a, a healthy amount of hard candy. Yeah, right. Just the right amount. I don't carry either of those with me. <laughs> well, you better go pick up some goddamn hard candy. Yeah, I might have Just in to. in case. For my nightly walks, because I do like to walk alone by myself in strange in areas. Yeah, I teleport to Japan every night, Jalen. Oh. Uh, all right. That, that there you go. That's that's three stories. Um, please look up more if you want to know more about them. Um, they're spooky. Um, but more importantly than anything that Chandler ever has to say, uh, thank you so much for listening to all these extra bonus episodes and spending and celebrating this wonderful time of the year, Spooky Tober, with us on the Spooky Bros shows. Gosh, where do I go from here? Let's up, figure it out. Nowhere but up. Follow us and do all the things and write some reviews and likes and stars and share with your friends. Share, share all these wonderful episodes with your friends because I know they want to listen to them and they just haven't heard of us yet, which is surprising. Join the Discord. Um, 
follow everything will be in the description but join the discord follow tiktoks follow twitches it's great it's fun it's always fun it's never a bad time um if you have any stories you of your own to share if you you want to listen to specific movies or what do you want us to watch you know what do you want us to watch? Just write us. You can write us and then we'll talk about it. And you can send all of that stuff to S, as in... Uh, Don't Get Caught in the Woods by Wood Dwelling Boogeyman, uh, Slenderman. <laughs> Spooky! <laughs> oh my god. Why didn't you just start with Slenderman? Shoot. B, as in... Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <gasps> Horrorshow at gmail.com. That's S, B, Horrorshow at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, bye forever. Goodbye. Goodbye.